Hey everybody, I'm Olivia Christian, and I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Long Story Short by Vistaprint. I also want to share some key takeaways from this week's episode, which features our host, Carla Marie, in conversation with Habib Saulo, CEO of Young Nails. Today is all about social media marketing, which for many small businesses are the three scariest words in business. But Habib breaks it down really nicely, though, how to approach a new platform or a platform that is new to you. Number one, play, try, feel, and experiment. Number two, instead of making the hard sale, create content that educates and builds trust with your followers. Number three, be consistent. I know it's super hard to be consistent, but you gotta be. And lastly, don't expect perfection. It's not gonna happen. Just post, post often, and you'll learn and grow and find out what works for you. Those are my key takeaways. Please keep listening for much, much more. It's Long Story Short with Carla Marie, brought to you by Vistaprint. Welcome to what will be another incredible episode of Long Story Short. Now, this week's episode is all about social media marketing. I know that's something we all want to know about. And we have one of the best here with us today. Joining us is Habib Salo. He is CEO of Young Nails. And we're going to get into what Young Nails is in a moment. But it's important to know that Young Nails was one of the first nail brands ever on YouTube, way back in 2009, one of the first to begin streaming on Twitch, and they won TikTok's number one in beauty and style videos in 2019. We're about to get a crash course today in social media marketing. Habib, hello and welcome. What's up, Carla Marie? How are you doing? I'm great. So I think it's important for you to explain what Young Nails is and just give us the background on the company because I know it's not a new company. No, we've been around since 92 and it's a company my mom started when she was at the uh, young age of 49 years old, which to me, I still think about that. It's so insane. Um, Amazing human being she is, one of the strongest people that I know and uh, started this company, uh, brought my brother on board and I joined the company in 2000. And we manufacture nail care products, professional nail care products. And we're a family business. We've been doing this a very long time. We're we're super close. We've managed to not kill each other somehow. Uh, (laughs) Still like each other. And uh, oddly enough, it's it's really brought us, you know, super close and tight. But that's what we do. We manufacture professional nail care products. And you also have there is an also consumer side of your company as well. Yes. And that that's kind of been developing and shaping over the last like four or five years, which has been super interesting in our, you know, whole journey. But we do. It's it's uh professional products, but there's a whole market that's kind of evolved in this, you know, social media culture. Um and and they are consumers and we do sell products to them as well. So you said you joined the company in two thousand when there was no social media. There was no social media. (laughs) So which is crazy. Yeah. at what point were you like, hey, we should probably join this YouTube thing? Yeah. So in, in 2009, which wasn't long after YouTube, you know, launched, we we were like, we, it was hard for us to compete in, in the traditional marketing space because you need, you know, deep pockets and a, a lot of money. So mm-hmm. YouTube was free and we were like, hey, why don't we make our own video? So at that time we started 2009 and we started making our own YouTube nail videos, like one video a month, education focused, how to do nails. And that's kind of where our journey started. It was, it wasn't like a committed process, but like 
let's just try this social media thing out, you know, but we weren't hardcore committed to it. It was just kind of playing at that time. And it's crazy because 2009 YouTube was still that time where you would just send your vet, your friend a stupid video you yeah. saw yeah. on YouTube and it wasn't yes. really an educational platform, but you guys saw that opportunity and jumped on it. And I feel like that's yeah. what your journey has been on every social media platform ever since you see an opportunity and you jump into it. Yeah. As, as soon as a platform comes out, so to speak, you know, we start playing with it and experimenting with it. And we, it started, you're right, call Marie, it started with YouTube and uh, Instagram, you know, TikTok, all these other platforms. When they come out, our mindset is play, try, feel, experiment, you know, uh, get, get used to the platform to understand it. But a lot of experimentation goes into it, uh, which surprises a lot of people. So then how did you actually grow your following? Because now you're at, yeah. what is the, the number across all platforms? I think it's pushing 5 million across all platforms, um, which is, I know it's like, I think I say that and I'm like, that's insane. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, gr- growing the platform, the, the focus for us, you know, ironically has never been, you know, let's grow followers. The focus has always been, let's create content that's going to, really try to help somebody on the other side. So like an example, that would be um, instead of us saying, Hey, look at our nail polish. It's amazing. Try our nail polish. It's the best nail polish in the world. What we do is we say, Hey, did you know that when you apply nail polish, start from the middle of the nail and you'll get a cleaner application. And then people are like, Ooh, let me try that. that? And then, yeah, who knew that (laughs) we focus on content that helps someone gives them value we start to build that trust and loyalty. And then from there, the following grows. And it's like a loyal, trusting community that that we're building, actually. You make sure that people get something out of everything you guys are putting out there. Every single time. Like if you, I always tell people, go to our Instagram page. And what you're going to see is, you know, on our Young Nails, you're going to see videos of tips, tricks, education, how-tos, constantly how to build your salon business, um, things for the consumer all the way to like the hardcore pro we create content. So if a small business owner is in here today and maybe they yeah. just like came up with this idea for a business a few weeks ago and they're like ready to start rolling and they're creating their social media accounts as soon as they, you know, end this stream, where do they start? Yeah. A good place to start is really think, I mean, this, it's so simple of an idea, but it's always when, when I talk to small business owners that always like, really? Like that's, that's it. That's where you start. The starting point is focusing on that idea of let me make a piece of content that will help somebody. So for example, if I'm in the construction business or, you know, I would create content that's showing people, teaching them how to fix their plumbing, how to fix, you know, a doorknob or educational content where I'm not, you know, selling them on my services, like hire me, I'll do the best, you know, contractor work you're you've ever seen more of, Hey, let me show you what happens when you don't do X, Y, and Z correctly. And it affects your plumbing that builds trust. That's where I would start creating content like that. And then, um, and then there's the whole consistency thing of like posting where that's a lot. It's, it's so big. Um, it's probably one of the most overlooked parts of social media. Um, people don't think, you know, that I need to post consistently every single day, but it's such a huge part of the strategy. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that like, um, 
that give that takes out a variable, right? Because when you're posting every day, it's you know that your mistake is not posting enough. You're like, okay, I'm posting every day, so I got that down. Is it my creative? Is it my you know my copy? Is the content you know are people not interested in this and this? It's it's so 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 huge to to create like a schedule and say okay every day at nine I'm just going to post and that consistency piece is massive. And that sometimes seems like it's the hardest part for a business is the yeah. it's not necessarily creating the content or coming up with the content it's the consistency part. Yeah, you you know what's interesting is when I talk to um, like nail professionals. I ask them, Hey, look in your phone. How many nail pictures and videos do you have? And they're like, I have thousands. And I ask them, so why aren't you, why aren't you posting it? Because it's not perfect because it's not what I like. It's not. And that whole idea of like the content needs to be absolutely perfect before I post it is, is such a, uh, it's a wall for people. The truth of the matter is we really don't know what's going to work until you post it. Like I used to think I knew what nail, uh, videos or, or shots, were the best. And I thought I was like the judge, like, okay, don't post this and post that. And then we'd post something that I thought would never do well. And then it just like crushes, you know? Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And then it's like, okay, what happened there? Why did that crush? Let's take note. Let's get some learnings out of that. And then maybe we can sort of narrow things down into like, maybe that's a trend right now, or, you know, this is hot for the next three weeks. Let's, let's, let's capitalize on that and keep going you keep talking about consistency and just always posting. So yeah. then at what point do you know to hire someone else to do the social media job? Cause I'm assuming you're not yeah. the one that is posting everywhere all right. the time anymore. Yeah. That's such a great question. Um, so in the beginning it was like myself and one other person and we were literally doing it all. And I think it's good for small business owners to do that initially because you get to taste it and feel it and sort of get dangerous enough to, to do it on your own, you know, but ultimately I'm not maybe the, the, the expert for it. So, but doing it myself in the beginning allowed me to speak, speak the language, right? And then, then after it took me about a year and a half, uh, before we brought in one more person that I could offload, you know, okay, uh, Instagram, you're going to handle this or stories, you're going to handle this. Or so, um, now we have a team of, I think 10 people in our marketing department that, that just crank social media, all the platforms, but, um, it was a step-by-step hiring process, you know, but in the beginning I wanted to learn everything and understand the platforms myself. That way, when I did hire, I knew what to look for. I wasn't just like, oh, I have no idea how to do this Instagram thing. Let me, you do it. You know, let me just hire you. I wanted to speak the language. Now, when you said it took a year and a half, that wasn't from 2009 when you started YouTube. No. That was correct. Later. No, this, this was really, so from 2009 to 2017, we were, you know, just we wow. weren't active on the platforms to 2017. We got super aggressive on YouTube, on Instagram. And then it started to branch from there. TikTok, LinkedIn, Snapchat, you know, really getting hardcore in all the platforms. But, um, that's really when we started getting like consistency, you know, daily posting two YouTube videos a week going hardcore. And then now, you know, we post seven days a week. We put out like 50 pieces of content a day, I think on all the platforms, it's like a, wow it's a machine now. It really, you know, our marketing team is phenomenal and they just, they know how to crank it out. Now we have a, we have a formula now. Wow. 50 pieces a week sounds yeah. very overwhelming, but like you said, there's a team of people doing that right now. Yeah. And you didn't and, start at 50 pieces of content a week. You, you grew to that. 
it's actually 50 pieces of content a day, a day, <laughs> a day. Yeah. That's what we put out on, on Instagram, uh, stories, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. I know it sounds insane, but, um, it, no, it took, it took it time. It works it for time. us. Absolutely. But it took time. We started with one post a day on Instagram mm-hmm. and two YouTube videos a week. And that was overwhelming at the time. Mm-hmm. And then as you build, you bring on people, you hire, like, there's no way we could, I could have done that myself. You know, the oh. only way I, I can do that today is because we have a team for sure. Okay. Okay, good. Cause you almost gave me a heart attack. There for a <laughs> what changes in the social media landscape have surprised you the most? Mm. God, there's been a lot of changes. Um, I would say Instagram has gone through probably the most changes. I mean, I remember when it was like organic and, you know, all of a sudden, like uh, Instagram and Facebook, it was like, you're not reaching your followers. It was like a huge shift in their algorithm. And it was like, boom, you know, that that was probably the most like shocking because because we we were thinking like are we doing something wrong is our content messed up and it it had us questioning a lot of things until we learned that um you know they they just want you to start if you want to push out to all your followers you got to sort of pay to play and they want you to get into like the the advertising part of it um that was probably the most shocking i think was that shift um but but here's the thing about social media that now i'm no longer surprised with is that platforms they just change like even tiktok we've seen a lot of shifts you know things that work and then all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore and we have to change our content we have to experiment and try new things on the platform to see what is going to you know start working again and um so it's always evolving all the platforms they're they're always shifting on their end and and you just got to keep up it's like dating truly like being a part of a social media platform it's like all right What's the new dating game everyone's doing now? That's yes. seriously what it's like. It's, it's funny. You mentioned the the ad. I had been doing research for this episode and was on your website. Yeah. And an hour later, I got, got an, an Instagram ad, ad for yeah. Young Nels. So totally. it's working. Yeah. It's working. Good. <laughs> Good. For a new business, do you suggest creating lots of content right away on social media? Or was it worth holding back until you found what content fits your business? Yeah. I, I would start slow. And cause we did, and you start with, you know, my, my, my suggestion is like, start with like, okay, I'm going to post once a day on Instagram, start with that. Cause that's what we did, you know, and keep it consistent. And when you're like, okay, I got that down, then go to two posts a day and then maybe branch off and say, let me do one post a day on TikTok also, you know, and then, Hey, am I into long form content? Okay. Let me go on to YouTube and see if I can do one long form video a month and keep consistent with that for six months. And then maybe I can bump it up. So you want to, you want to scale up nice and slowly, because if you try to do too much off the bat, you're going to get way overwhelmed. You're going to get bummed out. And like, I can't do this. And I don't want that for you. You know, I'd rather you start slow, get consistent and build up, ramp up from there. So I've seen a lot of conflicting information out Mm. there from social media experts on what to do as a business. So I want to know what's worked for you because I know every business is different. A lot of them will say, go where your audience is. If you Mm. know your audience is, you know, Gen Z and they're on TikTok, don't worry about Instagram. And it doesn't seem like that's what you guys have done at Mm. all. I'm a huge believer in uh, like... For for our industry, I think it's understanding your industry too and your business and where your business is. Like, 
like a lot of my business is on Instagram, right? Nails is on Instagram, but maybe LinkedIn, I'm not going to find a lot of like nail content there. Right. So I'll, I'll, I, that's how we plan our content strategy is, okay. I know where my audience is. So I'm going to produce the most content where they are, but I'm not going to leave LinkedIn out completely. We're still going to be active on there because maybe it might develop, but I'm not going to focus a lot of my time there. So I think, I think that's being smart and efficient. You know, I still do like platforms like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, those have, those are so mature. So any industry that you're in, I feel like you can find your community on there and even Facebook yeah. too. People, people still kind of, um, you know, they don't give Facebook a lot of credit, but there's, there's a, uh, demographic and age group that is on there. And if they can potentially be a customer, I think you should be putting your content on there too. And you can double up through Instagram, connect your Facebook. You can post in two places. And we sometimes forget that people don't only shop for themselves. They do shop for other people people. in their lives. So, you know, maybe my mom sees something on Facebook that I wouldn't have seen. And she's like, oh, this is great for Carla Marie. So that's what we have to remember as business owners from time to time. 100%. Okay. So how do people find you and stalk you now and learn all the things that you're doing? Is it Young Nails Inc. on everything? Yeah, it's at Young Nails Inc. Literally on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, um, everything. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So we'll be following. And when the next platform comes out, I can't wait to see what Young Nails is doing. Habib, Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. We appreciate all the insight you gave. I'm going to go back and watch and take notes because I wasn't able to take (laughs) notes now. And I can't wait. Thank you, Habib. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Long Story Short. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast and or join us every other Tuesday for our live show. Look for Vistaprint on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for the live stream. We've got more great guests that will share details about their small business journey, some tips and best practices, that we hope will help you grow and sustain your business. Until next time.